You're listening to the Piston Podcast, the motoring podcast for the motoring enthusiasts, presented by me, Daniel Axerhouse. Listen whilst folding washing, doing your day-to-day commute, or even whilst you're faffing around trying to change your exhaust. Whatever you're doing, I promise to make your day a little less boring, with some fun and interesting motor talk. Anyway, engage launch control, it's time for the Piston Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Piston Podcast. This week, I am joined by special guest, Noel Huggett. Introduce yourself, please. Uh, hi Dan, uh, episode thirteen. Episode That's thirteen bit, uh, already. A bit, a bit, uh, okay, <laughs> All right, I'll live with that. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, hi. My name's Noel uh, Huggett. I am not a journalist. I'm not a car expert. Um, however, I am a car lover, and uh, not in the weird way, but I am I am a, a lover of anything automotive. I've had many many years uh, in the motor trade, automotive experience, and I'm just. Uh, happy to talk to someone about yes. cars yeah yeah i've been looking forward think, to it i think dan is yeah me too man. me too yeah so, so what um, can you tell me then dan about me or what but no just carry on sorry i'm <laughs> all right so folks. you worked in the motor trade what um car showrooms yeah. and dealerships did you actually work in just a quick run through okay right i've, got, I've prepared i have lists right <laughs> so um in, initially, um, I st- I wanted to be a journalist to start with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I wasn't clever enough for that. I didn't do too well on the old English. <laughs> so the only quality, the only course I could do when I left school was catering management. So right. I ended up being a hotel. I ended up getting a hotel management qualification. Right. Which was okay. It was all right. I enjoyed it. But then I did two years of that, and then. I went straight to work for the local Rover dealership. I'm, yeah. I met, I met the guy, I met the dealer principal through a, a thing that we did with college. Got chatting to him. I had no idea who he was, and he, he basically offered me a job there and then. He said, "You sound all right. Come and work for me." So I did. Fantastic. And I was there. That was uh, I was 1993. Now I don't know about you, and I yeah. don't know about anybody else, but I tend to sorry that's my phone i tend (laughs) to recognize years by registration numbers yeah so prior pre-2001 when it went to that 530354 yeah yeah um it would it was the old style so k jkl mnop and all that sort of thing right so i can remember years of cars uh, or years i did things by car registration numbers so when i started yeah. at vincent's in 93 that was k reg l reg j yeah. uh, k and l so i was there i was a spotty stupid naive little oik oh my gosh <laughs> sorry little oik that thought he knew better yeah um but boy did i did i learn some life lessons mate honestly yeah, I owe an awful lot to the guy that ran the dealership, um, and I was there on and off for probably the first stint. I was there for about four years. Then I yeah. thought the grass was greener, and I went to Toyota. Then uh, it wasn't yeah. greener. They it wasn't very nice at all. But you know, you don't know unless you try, do you? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. In the motor trade, people move around. That's what they do. They move around. Move around. Yeah. So then I came back to Vincent and I was a salesman again. Then I left again and I went to work for Land Rover. All these dealerships I work for are within within the town where I live. 
Yeah, yeah. We've got a massive amount of dealerships for a smallish town, I think. Yeah, so you then just don't see around. I just don't, I just dance to the boat. But, yeah. but, I mean, that sounds really bad in this day and age, you know, oh, you can't hold a job down, which is true. But, um, uh, from my point of view, the experience was phenomenal. And I met so many people and I still talk to a lot of people within the trade now that I knew from 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I worked, I then worked for Honda. I did a bit with Renault as well. So yeah. I've, I've been around a bit lately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I suppose working all of these car um, places, you got to hang around a lot of the cars. Always. I mean, yeah. I was real, so I got to drive everybody, every type of car, every type of Rover. But the, the dealership had Nissan franchise, it had Mitsubishi franchise, it had Suzuki, and then later on it had Hyundai. So I got to drive all these cars, and it was just phenomenal. And then, of course, you get part exchanges that come in that could be, I don't know, uh, a Ford Scorpio or something like that. Yeah, is, I'm sure. I'm sure you're aware what a Ford. Oh Scorpio yeah, Ford is. Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, good man. <laughs> so you know, I got to drive. Ev- I, <laughs> I got to drive everything. So yeah. I was really, really privileged. I thought, and I learned learned the hard way, like you always do. Yeah. But it, you know, I was I was in the trade from '93 to about 2006 when Rover went belly up. Um, yeah. When the Phoenix Group uh, did what they did. And, um, uh, which was a shame. And then I just, I just left the motor trade completely. It was, I had no choice really, because there was no other jobs about in the town at the time. So I went off and did yeah. complete, something completely different, went to work in a warehouse and right. drive forklifts for 10 years. So, yeah, but I've always had that. I've always had that car. It's always been there with me right from the word go. Of course. Yeah. A bit like so yourself really. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm sort of, the same as you were um i want to be an automotive journalist um when you know when i'm older and Do stuff it. like that so i'm doing some work currently on a website called drive tribe writing about whatever i can um and i'm doing this podcast aside i'm from aware that. of drive drive yes yeah but i'm, I'm hoping aware to of the podcast is not very much. yeah 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 i'm hoping to um sort of kickstart my youtube channel a bit as well now i noticed you've also done similar thing quite recently with your own youtube channel Oh, blimey, don't, yeah, I'm being <laughs> silly about that. <laughs> oh, it, no. You know, this, this lockdown, this lockdown has really, has, you know, it's affected people in so many different ways. Because I'm, I'm a driving instructor now. And yeah. of course, up until yesterday, I couldn't work. Yeah. Um, so I fiddled about with things. I've done everything around the house. I got bored with the garden. So I thought, what can I do? You know, and, and it was, that was the sort of thing. And I'd like to carry it on. But at the moment, I've, I've, now that obviously I'm back, going to be back teaching yes. on the 4th of July, which is yeah, fabulous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's something I want to do and I will, I'll pick it up again. But also, um, you know, I'm, I'm toying with the idea of one of these little things as well, a podcasty type thing, which I'll pick yeah. your brains on later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, um, I, you know, I'm, I just like talking about cars. Of course. Of course, I was yeah. always very conscious of when I spoke about cars when I was younger that I, I used to bore people to death. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm quite, um, I don't know about you, but I mean, I know, I know you've, got, you've got a little Panda 100 horsepower, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, in the drive. I've seen that. I've seen that. I'm very jealous, I have to say. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, well, I was thinking about getting one for my son who's just turned 17, but um, yeah. who is driving. 
Um, but it's, it's, it's insurance is phenomenal. So yeah, they oh, we didn't bother. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't bother on that one. Um, but um, so we're sharing the car with his mum, which he's a bit disgruntled about. However, <laughs> um, you know that that little car there. Yeah. That, that car that you've got, you know that that's that's an astonishing little car for what it is. It is. You know, it's. it's, 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 it's I think it's I think it's all the car you need really in in sort of today's world because it means you can use sort of all of the power all of the time and I think that's that's really quite fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's all the car you need. But from my point of view, it would be um, it wouldn't be quite what I need. It would just be like a runaround. But I mean, for you, yeah. that's ideal. It's just you know, it's 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 a perfect little car for a first time car, which is a hell of a car to have. Yeah, isn't it? It was but, kind um, of. It was kind of accidental how we got it, really, because it was around March time, just before the lockdown. And I put a message out on Facebook as a Fiat Panda 100 HP owners group. And I basically said, is anybody around anybody around my area in Cheshire that's got 100 HP and would be willing to show me around one for an article and something like that? Tell me for a ride or whatever. And this guy got back to me and he basically said, you can borrow mine if you want for a few days. So we borrowed his and it was a lovely black one. And I fell in yeah. love, my parents fell in love, and on the second, <laughs> second day borrow, borrowing it, we bought our own and then collected it, collected it the day after. And uh, we've had it ever since. It, it was Brilliant. a very quick process, and um, we, we've got yet to find out whether, if it, whether it was a good idea or not. But I think it is at the moment. It's great fun. Well, you must, you must have an idea if it's, if it's okay. I mean, you, your parents are driven it. Your dad must be driving it. Surely, your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. The only the only problem with those little things sometimes is uh, because of the nature of the beast, if you will. They do tend to get a little bit of a hard life. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, they've been uh, they, they've been they've been pushed on a bit. If they, if yeah. you see what I mean. Yeah. But no, I think I mean I think if you um, you know, you know what you're looking at, don't you? Yeah. Ish. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think. Of course you do, of course you do. But, you know, it's a rite of passage. Uh, presumably, you're learning to drive at the moment, Daniel. Well, no, I'm... I'm be, well, yeah, in a few years. I'm 14 turning 15 soon, so at the moment oh, yeah. it's... Oh, yeah, it's mainly... Oh, sorry, I thought you were older. No, no, no. It's, it's mainly my parents to drive at the moment, and I can drive it whenever we find ourselves on a private road. And then when I turn 17 ah. slash 18, whenever the insurance is tolerable... It'll hopefully come down to me. Um, that's sort of the idea. Because it's been my dream car for about two years now, and I don't really know why. But it's just, it's just great. It's great. It's, uh, it is a nice little car. You're a very lucky young man. Very, very lucky. Yeah. Very, very fun. I mean, um, yeah, funky. But I see, see, I've moved on from, and you do as you get older, you know, your priorities change. And my dream car now is probably something like, um, I don't even know what it would be. I'm more of a, I'm more of a uh, sort of like a classic guy. I quite like um, my my fancy garage is full of classic cars, like yeah. Renault fours and two CVs and, yeah, and Triumphs yeah. and things like that. Um, yeah. but, I mean, don't get me wrong, I do like a modern vehicle. I do like a modern vehicle. So yeah, but well, you see that that going back to the motor trade thing, that that is what what has kind of put me in good stead for appreciating rock boxes as well. I mean. Yeah. You and I both um, do the Twitter thing, yes. which is how we got in touch. Yeah, and we're both aware of um, 
the guy in in Seabrook, Hub, Hubnut. 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 Yes. Yeah. 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 Bless him. And he's, you know, he's the uh, he's he's sort of living my dream now. He's <laughs> yeah. all these rubbish cars. Yeah. And uh, and just fiddling the back. You know, I, I buy a part exchange that's coming for a couple hundred quid, mess about with it, drive it around for about six months, and then sell it to one of my mates. That was what you did. I, I, I think that's... I really see the appeal in that. I think that's fantastic. And I really like what he's doing with all these cheap cars. Um, and yeah, apart from the City Rover. Well, the City Rover, that's an interesting one, because he's just, he's just sold <laughs> it, hasn't he? And he said that he's, he's not necessarily going to miss the car. He said he's going to... He said he's thankful for the experience he had, didn't he, in one of his videos. That's what he said. He's thankful for the experience. But um, we're going to come back to the City Rover in a bit because every week, as you may know, okay. I, do, I do a review. And normally I just you review do. cars I like and it's getting a bit repetitive. So I decided to do a car that's rather interesting and will cause a bit of debate, hopefully, on social media. So we're, we're actually going to review the City Rover in a little bit, which is going to be interesting. Okay. Going through a lot of stats and discussing it all so uh, yeah that was well uh, spe specially picked that was city rover right, right um, lovely thanks for that yeah great <laughs> well that's right no we'll come back to that that's fine yeah. i did i i thought just while we just very quickly i thought i had a brochure on the city rover i've got one or two rover brochures i've kept but yeah. i can't find my city rover brochure so I'm oh. gutted. i know i've got one i've just got to find it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well when you do find it you'll have to do a youtube video on it on your channel yeah, 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 yeah. All right, dwell over, we'll gloss over that one. <laughs> Tell um, what, what, I'm liking. No, I'm saying I'm liking. Oh, bless you. Um, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm liking your uh, uh, style on the mic as well. You can tell you've done a little bit of radio. Yeah, I did. I've done radio for the past. I did it for three years, but I finished around October last year um, because the station mm. I was on is only a little local one, but it was great fun. Um, they were moving on yeah. to doing podcasting and stuff like that. So I sort of just followed the wave in a way and started doing podcasting at the start of the year. And lockdowns yeah. give me a chance to properly start it. So I've been doing it every week now for about I 10 knew. weeks, 10, 11 weeks now, actually. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really good because it means I can talk to people like you and other people I've interviewed and any more that I can sort of get hold of. I it's it's always nice when you've got a voice to talk to. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, I I um for about six or seven years I did uh, some hospital radio. Yeah. Um, in the hospital, not not in the town in uh, Taunton, about twenty miles away, and it was always very difficult to do a show on your own because mm. you had no one to bounce off. Because my show was quite late, there was no one else in the studio. Yeah. So I had nothing to bounce off. So oh, flipping heck. Is that you? So, um, you know, the, the fact that you've got a voice to banks off just makes it so much easier. It makes it flow a lot easier. And you can tell, you can tell. Um, but I miss the radio as well. I had to give up because I did the training for my driving uh, lesson, yeah. uh, driving instructor. And it just got, I just got so busy. I had to yeah. give up, which is a shame. It is a shame. There we go. But you're driving instructing. How long have you been doing that now? I have interest. Um, yeah, it's fine. Um, I've been doing that now for about, well, it's going to be nearly two years from the start of it. Yeah. Because um, I did it part-time on what they call um, a PDI, a provisional driver 
driving instructor license. Yeah. Um, so you're permitted to teach and you're permitted to take money for teaching, but um, you are not, uh, there's, there's rules and stipulations, but I was, I only sort of taught for about a month as a PDI. And then yeah. I took my exam and you have three goes at it. You yeah. can get, you can have three goes at this exam. And I'll be honest with you, I hate exams of any way, shape, or form. I don't know about <laughs> yeah, you, but yeah. I hate tests, examinations, or anything. I can't. It just fills me with dread. Yeah, I'm um, And I, I basically messed up the first two. First one completely lost my nerve. As soon as we got out of the test centre, um, the examiner played the pupil, which is what they did back then, um, and I just went to pieces. He just threw me completely to something that he said and that was it i knew i flunked it hmm. um the second one was a slightly different format it was a new type of format and my examiner was being examined as well so there was four of us in my little car on one of the hottest days of the year so <laughs> we had to have the, and the, the car i used was a say at me it was just like a volkswagen up oh yeah, so, yeah yeah um yeah which is brilliant so it's a three it's a three-cylinder car Okay. Yeah. quite small quite you know well i've driven uh, the skoda city go which is the same thing exactly so, the same yeah exactly the same so as soon as you flick the air conditioning on you lose 25 percent of the power straight yeah. away <laughs> so there was four of us in this car and it just I, I i just it's easy for me to say now but i just think he was a little bit harsh on his criticisms um mm -hmm. and then the third time i did it i had the same guy again but this time he wasn't being examined and I flew through. Um, I got yeah. um, uh, an A rating, which is which is what you can have an A or a B. And I got an A oh. rating. So nice. I've been doing it prop. I've been doing it properly then, full time now for about eighteen months, and I love it. I really do. Um, yeah. I timed it just right because my son turned seventeen, so I got oh. a lot of his school friends. Um, I got a lot of his rugby friends as well. He plays rugby for the local team. Yeah. Um, and um, friends of friends and things like that it's yeah. really the, the satisfaction of having someone who's never driven a car before never sat behind a steering wheel before um and then six months later they can drive that yeah. that to me is gratifying yeah and i quite thoroughly amazing. enjoy it yeah have you ever had any quite interesting people coming for a test and making some interesting mistakes <laughs> any funny stories well, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of one. Yeah, there's, there's trying to. We won't yeah, name there, names. There was one. No, 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 no. Gosh, no. <laughs> uh, no, God, what was I thinking about? Yeah, there was one girly that. Um, uh, I, I, well, no, it wasn't actually. To be fair, Dan, I'm not. It wasn't really too bad, but having to repeat myself the same t same thing over and over and over and over and over again to certain pupils it does get very frustrating yeah um i've had someone go down the wrong way around the one-way street that well in their defense that wasn't signpost properly and it was it was a temporary one-way system yeah. so it was confusing a lot of people so i've had one someone go down the wrong way down a one-way street oh. i've um ended up at a farmyard before now as well right um when we We've been try, driving out through and ah, going out through the village, uh, out through the villages around where I live. 
um, lots of farm activity, lots of tractors, etc., as indeed everywhere. Yeah. Um, and blind panic sets in. So it's like the rabbit in the headlight scenario. And this particular pupil, very nervous, and you know, she was doing very well, just picking it all up and just going really nicely. We were having a chat and this, that, and the other. And she coming towards us was uh, a tractor and baler going quite some speed and she yeah. just panicked saw the first port of get you know the first point of getaway get out of the way which was a farm gate which was open she just yanked the steering wheel to the left and we shot through this farm gate about 35 mile an hour straight wow. into the middle of a farmyard jammed on the brakes right. i slammed on my brakes because i got i yeah, got yeah. on my side slammed on my brakes when i just looked across at her i said what on earth are you doing <laughs> just as i panicked I said, well, that's the last thing you need to do when no, you're driving no. a car. But Slam it's, through a gate into a field. I've done, well, I mean, I, I've done that myself when I'm, you know, not <laughs> long, long after I learned to drive, passed my test. Yeah. But you see, but you, you know, you do that. But my job is to reassure them and make sure that, you know, yeah. don't worry about it. It's take your time as long as you're as far enough over to the left, et cetera, et cetera. That to you know, to be honest with you, like I say, we've had a few curb mounts, um, uh, gone up someone's driveway before now instead of um, uh, instead of going up, you know, turning right. left into a road, they turn left into a driveway, silly yeah. little things like that. But generally, no, not yet, no horror stories yet. I could probably tell yeah. you more about horror stories about taking people out on demo on cars, but uh, <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, they're a nightmare. They were, but as as a driving instructor. You don't want horror stories. You want no. you want perfect driving. You want success, yeah. Well, every time, yeah. it's, it's your reputation, Dad. Yeah. But no, it's. Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back to it. I really am. Of course, I heard it in the news, and I thought of you. I was like, "Oh, Fourth of July, getting back to it." Um, so yeah, that that should be good because yeah. I've. I interviewed somebody a few weeks ago on episode 10, I think it yeah. was, and he recently turned 17, but he turned 17 during the lockdown. So we couldn't, you know, oh. start driving or anything like that. So he's having to wait and then he's got exams coming up and it's like, Oh, he's having to wait now, which is a real shame. Yeah. I'm, you've got it. Yeah. I'm just thankful that I'm not tied up in the middle of this, um, turning 17. Cause when I turn 17, no, I no. want to, as soon as possible, get onto the government website or whatever you do and, Apply for the yep. lessons you, and stuff like that. Cause, get your yeah. theory done first. Yeah, you, you can start it and have your te- you can have your theory test on your birthday. Because a couple of my pupils did that. Had their yeah. theory test on their seventeenth birthday. Um, right. But it's um, it's wise to get going on that one straight. You know, sooner rather than later. Maybe not now, but maybe when <laughs> you're about sort of fifteen and a half, sixteen, something like that. Yeah, just to get the knowledge and watch people when they drive. Not necessarily all the time, because you can pick up bad habits, but just yeah. watch your mum and dad when they drive and see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, am, I, I can't wait to get back to it. I really can't. And, yeah. and um, it's uh, obviously, aside from the financial side of things, I just, I'm just so bored at home. Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. am. I know. Really, I'm yeah. getting to but, that point as well. No. Yeah, I expect you are. But yeah. um, now we can, like say, now, now the 4th of July is, seems to be the golden day. Um, you know, yeah. I'll be, uh, I've got, I, uh, looking at my diary, I've got, um, a lesson on, which is a Saturday. I've got a lesson from nine o'clock. I'm teaching all the way through to about eight o'clock at night. So I yeah. started, but what you've got obviously giving me time in between to clean the car and 
things like that. Yeah. There's been no governmental guidance as to what to wear with PPE. Yeah. But I've got face masks, I've got squirty, I've got disinfectant, um, everything. It all lined up ready to go. Well, I, I heard something on the radio. Somebody was saying that, I think it was on Jeremy Vine. Somebody called in, they were chatting about it, I think. And um, they were saying how they thought the driving instructor should uh, sit in the back and then the actual person <laughs> learn in the front. But that just wouldn't work because then the instructor's um, got no control of the car. So I just, exactly that just would not stupid. work. It that, wouldn't that's work. Just, it wouldn't work. No, it's, it's unsafe because you've got to have the pedals. You've got a brake and a yeah. clutch on the passenger side. You have to have yeah. access to that. I'm not interested in making the car go. That's the pupil's idea. I'm interested in making it stop if I need to. Yeah. You know. Um, so as a consequence, um, oh my let me phone. Sorry, if you heard <laughs> that, I'm right. sorry. Mine was um, before as well. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just um uh, my laptop's broken, otherwise I'd have done it on my laptop. Uh, but no, I, I'm just um you got to be in control. I mean there was talk of putting a plastic sheet between the passenger and the pupil, the instructor and the pupil, but that's no good either. Because yeah. occasionally you have to grab the steering wheel. Yeah, exactly. um, you know, if, if you're if you're going along a road next to some parked cars or something, I mean, the idea is uh, to stay in, you know, give yourself a good distance away from those cars. Yeah. But generally, it's um, a lot of people don't get the distance, so they start to creep towards them. So you just shove them back out. But it's um, you know, I'm just glad to get back to it, Dan. Of course. Really yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, it'll be very good. Right. Putting that aside, it says on your Twitter bio yeah. that you're a part-time voiceover guy. So, oh yeah, what what exactly um, do you do voiceovers for? Um, okay, so I've been dipping in and out for about the last four years um, because uh, various other you know, various things, illness yeah. in the family, and training uh-huh. for the driving instructor. Yeah, but what I tend to do is I'm on a website called Fiverr, which um, you charge £5 minimum for a job. You know, so whatever it might be, it could be um, a, uh, oh, what was I going to say? It could be a voiceover for um, an advert. It could be a voiceover yeah. for something like um, a short uh, PSA, public service announcement film, anything like that. Um, and I've done a few. I've done, yeah. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm. I'm not exactly the. I'm not Alan Dedicote, guy that does um, <laughs> um, Strictly Come Dancing or anything like that. Nowhere near that. But um, mm. because of the radio, the radio got me interested in it, and I've yeah. done some um, some PSAs for the radio station. And yeah, I yeah. thought, well, I could, I could do this. I could get used to this. And it's it, it has it, it it's I've had a modicum of success. I mean, I'm not going to set the world on fire, but there, there are people on the internet that, that, that talk you that talk you up, you know, you can do this, and I, I earned a six-figure salary doing this, that, and the other. That's, that's fine. Good. I'm glad yeah. you did. But um, these are people that are uh, sort of just sort of on the, on the verge of the business. They know people within the business, and they know people yeah. who know people, and it just sort of pushes them that way. Um, and it just, at the moment, I'm ticking along. Um, yeah. I've got the kit, I've got the microphone, I've got the software, I've got everything else that I need to do. And I've done maybe seven or eight different types of uh, voiceover. I'm doing one now for a guy in America that wants an English, an English 
barrister in an American court. So okay. a little bit of acting is involved in it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. quite good. I'm still waiting. I've done a few run-throughs with him, so I'm still waiting for him to sort of uh, come back and say. But it is, literally, it is just something that I dip in and out of. Yeah, um, aside, but, yeah. And it's an aside, yeah. Uh, and I enjoy it. But I mean, I'd, ideally, what I'd like to do is get back into the radio. Um, yeah. We've got a local radio station here, but um, it's uh, it's a little bit... Um, it's a little bit, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not trying to put it down or anything. It's a brilliant radio station. But I have, I've, I've spoken to them, I've sent them so many emails and messages. They advertise for uh, presenters. So I yeah. put myself through, I put a, a demo tape through and all that sort of thing. Not, not a thing back, nothing back. So, really? you know, a little bit of a downer. But you've got to take the rough with the smooth. And something will come up. These things are a habit, yeah, well, habit yeah, of working yeah. themselves out there. You've got yeah. to stay positive, man. You've got to stay positive. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, the way I got into radio was quite weird, again. Um, it was basically me and my cousin, who lives near me, yeah. um, started pretending we were radio presenters. And we used to just set up, <laughs> set up yeah. a microphone in the living room and have music playing. We just used to pretend to be radio presenters. And then basically one day we were talking and we discovered this local radio station near us it's called redshift radio and yeah we sent them an email one evening and explained everything said oh you know we, we'd be interested in having a show we can pop in and say hello and stuff like that the next day we got a phone call i think it was this was about four years ago now and uh, they asked us to come in so we went in and then i think Ooh. it was about two months later we did our first show and then 2019 i started doing radio on my own um, aside from that and oh. then at the end of the year started doing podcasting so yeah it's it all sort of went right. up a bit but it was quite a nice process and i think it's it's really really helped with like boosting confidence and stuff like that so yeah, yeah it's, it's oh, been a good oh, yeah, experience the, the thing the thing i liked about radio is i mean if you're a little bit nervous and what have you um you are not you are in my to the way I look at it is you're not talking to people you can't see the people you talk to I know that's yeah. the same with television and things like that but you've got yeah. a massive crew behind you and this that and the other but with a radio you've got you've got a microphone you've got your headphones you've got a computer with the music or whatever in front of you that's yeah. it Hello, that's, that's it. it and you just I find you just relax a lot more um and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I, I used to play a specific genre of music, 80s and 90s music, because I grew up in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So that was my capsule. That was my music area. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But unfortunately, you know, two things happened. One, I was training for the, for the driving, and I got busier and busier and busier. And the station was taken over by someone else. And I just didn't get on well with them. There was not a click there. Yeah. So it just seemed the perfect opportunity for me to walk on. I mean, they always said if ever I wanted to go back, but the problem with that is it was a 50, it's a 50 mile round trip and yeah, you know, it's voluntary. I don't get paid. So, which is fine. Yeah, it was for me as well. Yeah. In the, in the scheme of things, you know, I nice to have a little bit of recompense, a little bit of money back in the yeah, bank. Yeah, yeah. So it just seemed the right time to, to step to one side. Yeah. But there again, you see, you've gone on to do, you've gone on to doing your podcasting. I've thought about doing it and, you know, who knows i might i might just sort of uh i, I might uh i might give it a go yeah yeah <laughs> you know. definitely definitely should there because i i wasn't sure at first when the station i was on was mm. 
moving on to podcasting. I was all like, actually, that's quite an exciting idea. But then part of me was like, I don't know, because it's like, because you can't really play music. So you've got to talk for the, the full amount of time. You haven't got music to break it up or anything like that. But I did one um, just before Christmas and it was really good, actually. It was surprising. And I, I find yeah. you just sort of, you sort of get lost in like conversation, even if you're just on with yourself, you just start talking about random things. And a lot of the time, mm. um, it's actually pretty decent. And it's, it's great because it gets you in contact with a lot of people. And Ooh. it's the thing is with podcasting compared to radio is once you've uh, done a radio show, it gets forgotten about. But with a podcast, it's always up in the air and you can always go back to it. It's, it's more remembered and you can... It's just easier, isn't it, to listen back to and stuff like that. With radio, you it can't. Is. So um, there again, it, excuse me, sorry, I interrupted you. Then I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, <laughs> but if if you've got a subject you're passionate about, which you obviously are, you yeah. know, and this is this is the angle that you want to go for, then you will make the effort. And like you say, you'll you'll, you'll just immerse yourself in the subject and you'll get carried away. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've listened. I, I, I listen to your podcast, which is very good. I listen Thank to you. a couple of others. Um, you're welcome. Um, um, I listen to a couple of others. I listen to uh, Retro Rides, which is quite good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris ha- Chris Harris on Cars. I guess we can mention all these. I suppose. We can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I like Chris Harris on Cars. I like Chris Harris. Very nice. Smith and man. Sniff. Smith uh, and Sniff. Smith and Sniff has got to be my favourite at the moment. Yes, yeah, my favourite. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just unbelievably funny, um, and um, you know, I uh, and to listen to any of those get onto their subjects, and they just they're just off and running. You know, it's a, it's a job to sort of reel people back in, yeah. Because um, obviously, with time constraints, I guess with podcasts, you can't have podcasts going on for hours, can you? I suppose, no, I suppose no. you can. Yeah, but you know, it's it's good if you're passionate about something, and you're definitely you know you're focused which you are then yeah. you just crack on and do it yeah exactly. I mean, I, i'm assuming i'm assuming you're going to be looking at doing some sort of media when you leave college, uh, school hopefully yeah i have i've picked um, media to do for gcse um so good, good. sort of going into them footsteps and build up um stuff on media um and yeah basically who knows what will happen hopefully i get into journalism and i'll be able to carry on with the podcasting aside and Stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed, it'll all go well. <laughs> Good. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. Well, I mean, put yeah. it this way: at, at when I was your age, I wasn't doing this. Well, I mean, we didn't have the technology, so you couldn't yeah. really. Yeah, it's a lot easier now. It's great. I mean, I'm, it is a heck of a lot easier, Dan. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I mean, I, I just, um, um, I mean, I, I write. I, I do some writing. I've got. I've probably on my on my hard drive. I've probably got about twenty or thirty different articles about. Different yeah. cars and things. So I ought to do something with those, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, ought yeah. To. It's just little things. Just you know, when it comes into my head, boom! You just go ahead and you do it. Um, maybe I ought to talk about them. There you go. There's a podcast subject. You know? Yeah. Well, maybe it's, get on to maybe get onto Drive Tribe and um, put them on Drive Tribe because that's quite a, um, a good site. Um, I've. Can you? Yeah, it's quite a few people. I on thought there. you had to. I thought you had to be invited onto that to, do, no. to write articles. Not at all. No, no, no. Really? You set up your Drive Tribe account, and then there's something called Drive mm. Tribe Studio, and then you can just write your articles on there. You don't, you don't have to be invited or pay them or anything like that. Well, it's just somewhere you can put them on. It's, it's really good. 
well i'm very glad i spoke to you today again because that'll yeah. be what's going to be happening yeah 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 definitely <laughs> definitely yeah brilliant yeah Ah, great. Well, I mean, I've, I've read a few of your articles as well, actually. They're very good. Very Thank well you. written. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Should we do the very review well. now? The review of go the Rover City Rover. Yes. It's interesting. And yeah, I've been go on, man. doing a lot of research this past two, three days on City Rovers, and I don't know how to feel about it, but here we go. Right. So the Rover City Rover, you can now pick one up between 100 and 800 pounds, which is... It's the price of a city rover, really. I don't know if I'd pay £800 for a city rover, but if you do, no. then okay. New, they were £3,999 around that, but the Gen 2 version is a bit more. Um, again, a bit, a bit too much, really, for a city rover, but we'll forgive them for that because yes. they, they were tight of money. Yes. So, yeah. Came with a 1.4 litre inline four engine, petrol engine, and that produced 83 brake horsepower, which actually is it's, it's quite powerful, to be honest. It's. It, it was a pokey little car you yeah. could put your foot down and the the problem with especially with the first generation the the lag you know you understand about turbo lag when you put your yeah. foot down there's nothing there and all of a sudden you got that with the city rover um yeah. and i i had one as, being a junior i had one as a demonstrator yeah. and i actually refused to drive it because it was dangerous um, yeah. and there was as it turned out there was a software issue but once it was going, the little 84 brake horsepower, it, it went like a rocket. It's really quite peppy. That's how I'd describe it. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it was definitely fun, but it wasn't well built. I wouldn't say it was well built oh. at all, really. It's quite bad. Um, it's front wheel drive, and it came with a five-speed manual gearbox, which is really quite bad, uh, from what I've heard, from Hubnut especially. Really quite bad. Um, 120... Was, yeah. You say Sorry, what? It's 120 sorry, newton no, meters of torque. It's all right, no problem. Zoom's difficult because it's all very delayed. And uh. um, MPG 37 <laughs> miles per gallon, which for 1.4 petrol is it's acceptable, but it's nothing special. Well, our Panda's a 1.4 yeah. liter engine. It's a 16 valve one, and that gets around 38, 39. So it's quite similar. Um, but, it's not bad, is it? It's not bad. It's it's not bad. It's not. You don't suffer over it, and it's not impressive, but it's just sort of in the middle, really. That's, that's what it is. Mm. Um, it's got a 37-litre fuel tank, and you can do, according to you know, MG Rover, 301 miles per tank, which I don't know. You can never believe them figures, really, can you? But... No, it depends on your right foot. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Not to 60 in 11.9 seconds. Ooh. And top speed, <laughs> top speed, 100 miles per hour, which is enough. Really? Well, I can verify that. Can you? <laughs> I can. Yes, I can. Um, it, it, but by golly, it, I mean it was just about holding itself together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got a vision of bits it, falling off the back we, of it as we go. As we go. did um we did a track part. Of, yeah. <laughs> when we did when they launched the City Rover, it was a very it was a very sort of subdued launch. It wasn't one of these big hurrahs that they normally do. No. Um, but um, we did a we, we took some customers to what they call a ride and drive day where um, they have a chance to drive all the models and it was at Thruxton and I'd done yeah. two or three of these with the MG people with with MG and they had City Rovers there nobody was driving them yeah. nobody was driving <laughs> them so I thought I'll have a go and it, it'll do 100 miles an hour I, I saw 100 miles an hour on the clock so it, really? I can verify it but it was very noisy yeah. and I honestly thought that um it was the bravest thing I'd ever done. 
yeah. if I'm honest. I wouldn't like to do a 100 uh, City Rover, to be honest. It's too much, uh, no. really. But going back to the going back to the build quality, yeah, um, it was it was appalling. Uh, yeah, what, the steering wheel I felt I felt was far too big for the car. Uh, yeah. Down to the right hand side of the steering wheel, you had the weirdly you had the rear window wash white buttons. Yeah. And um, my demonstrator, I I didn't push it very hard. I just flicked it on and pushed it straight into the dashboard. So the build quality right. was fairly crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, it Not was great it was at shoddy at best. Shoddy at best. Yeah, well, it, it was just it was the Indica, wasn't it? The Italian, they're not Italian, Indian car. Uh, then it was based That's on it. it was basically just the Rover, uh, MG Rover badges on it. And while they were mm. set, wasn't it while they were sent over on the ships that MG Rover went bust? I think it was. Um, no, we they were launched. So 2003, we had yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Rover, Rover were on the on on the backbone. You know, yeah. they were struggling back then. Um, so we had them over and basically it was literally just a rebadged, uh, Tata Indica. Yeah. Um, uh, and a few little sort of cosmetic, uh, hit, you know, tricks and things. And then when they revamped it, which I think was Oh four. Um, yeah. I mean, they were, they were, they were throwing them at dealers. They were saying to yeah. dealers, you've got to have these. So they would, they would send transporters full of them down from the factory to the dealership mm. and we had to take them we had to um uh, i mean they, they fell so short on target sales just unbelievable um yeah 2005 i think they were upgraded thinking about yeah. it now it was slightly better i mean all i think they did was just you know turn the screws a little bit tighter so things didn't <laughs> fall off um but um and and you've got better spec you know you had air conditioning and alloy wheels central lock remote central locking yeah um, electric front windows electric rear windows so it wasn't a bad spec little car um yeah but they 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 reduced the price they they knocked nearly a thousand pounds off the list price so yeah. but it still didn't work it still didn't work it's a shame but they just rover just had no no money to put towards it at all and there's also there was other cars on the market like the Fiat Panda, the basic one, and VW Lupo yeah. and them sort of cars. And when you're competing against them, you've got uh, no competition, really. You you haven't got a chance in in, in anything, really. It's, no. Um, it was it was a shame because you know it could have been a decent little car, but like yeah. you say, the Panda, um, the Lupo, all those types are just they're just streets ahead, massive, yeah, yeah. massive improvement on them. Much but higher budget. There we go. It was, it was embarrassing to yeah. sell them to a point. Yeah. Um, the, the only, I mean, we're the best world in the world. The only person you were ever going to sell a city rover to is someone who didn't care what they bought. Yeah. Um, having said that, though, there is one elderly couple that I sold it to who passed it on to their son, and he still drives it, and I still see it really? around the town with the dealership number plates on. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, the dealership doesn't exist anymore, sadly. It, it's it's the I think it was the um, what spec was it? It was the higher spec, so I can't remember what they did now. I think it was the style. Uh, they did the solo, yes. the sprite, and the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and that's the right, style, yeah. style, yeah, style was, and it was in a lovely metallic blue. And they he still got it. The sun still got it. So it can't mm -hmm. be that bad. No, either that or he just doesn't care. 
<laughs> yeah. So it weighs 1,040 kilos. And, well, the end cap rating, I've got written down here, it's quite interesting, actually. Um, I think that they claimed, oh. they didn't really know, did they? They claimed it was better than three stars. I think that's what they said. Um, but I don't really believe that. So really, that would make it four stars. But I just don't believe that at all, to be honest. Um, I'd be inclined not to go with any of that if I no. if I were you. No, no, it, it's no. I I just I don't know. I mean, that was another one of its failings. It wasn't very safe. I mean, you had a driver's airbag standard. You could opt for the passenger airbag, but I think I mean. It, no, I don't believe no, that. No, <laughs> Just crumble. Um, this was one of the faults, really. CO2 emissions, right? This engine um, produces 167 grams per kilometer. And that's really quite shoddy, yeah. really, for a car. It's really quite high. Um, yeah, it's yeah. dreadful. Just, I'm surprised it was actually allowed in the country <laughs> um, with, with that with yeah. figures. They probably lied. They, yeah, they probably, probably lied did. about it. That's why it got left. You see, the Mark 1 Renault oh. Twingo, the big... Oh, dear, dear. No, I, 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 mm. I the, lost the, you there. Just momentarily, sorry. <laughs> the Mark 1 Renault Twingo, the one that looked like a frog, um, the reason yes. that didn't go on sale here, that was because of emissions, wasn't it? It was one yeah, of the reasons. That, that's tr- yeah, I remember, uh, I think you're probably right there, because I think um, um, I was always curious, you know, when you uh, you must have done French French school trips and things like that, um, oh, I used to, I used to uh, live in France, uh, actually. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you must have seen them over there. Oh yeah. And yeah. I always remember. See, I always remember seeing them over there, thinking, "Why haven't we got that?" They're such a funky little. Car. I really like them. I think them. you're right. I think you're right. I think uh, the, the newer one now is cracking. Yeah. Do they still well, make it. They don't make that one. They made a facelifted version, but that's not on sale here because people were just oh, weren't buying the Twingos. So they're not selling them anymore, which is a shame because people are all going for SUVs. That's that's the problem. People yeah, think, yeah. oh, they don't want small cars. Like people like me and you probably want them, but nobody else. Uh, I, I quite fancy one. I tell you what, I do like is the Twizy. Twizy, yeah. The little electric one. See, I quite yeah. see we're we're downsizing our car because my son's driving now. We don't need the big. We've got an S Max. Yeah. Uh, which is a seven C, so we don't need that anymore. So we're yeah. thinking of we're downsizing, but we're thinking of hybrid electric. Yeah. So I know mean, the Twizy is out of the question because it's got yeah. no doors. But yeah. um, you know, but I'm I'm really sort of doing a lot of research on the electric side and the hybrid side and, and yeah, yeah, uh, and that's re re you know the ones that regen. Because that's the way to go. That is yeah. the way to. I've I've been enjoying a lot of Johnny Smith's content on his Carpover YouTube channel. He's been doing a lot of electric advice and stuff like that, and I find it really yeah. quite interesting. It really teaches you he's, a lot. He, he, it is, it does, and he, he's very switched on. And I must admit, yeah. I'm quite tempted by one of those Kia Souls, but I do I like think the waiting list is nearly it's about twelve months. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a very long time to wait. Long. for. but you know, yeah, he's he's quite the. Uh, He's well worth listening to, that's for sure. Definitely, that's yeah, sure. yeah. He had an e-golf as well, and I think that's that's quite a sensible electric car. I think that's, yeah, it is very it's, much. It's definitely a good first electric car to have, really, because I don't think it'll let you down. No, I mean everybody's perception of Volkswagen is well made, and this and apart from the lying about the vehicle emissions, yeah, but, I mean yeah. they can't lie about the emissions if exactly. it's electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but it's what what puts me off and what is putting my wife off because it primarily it's going to be her car is the range anxiety yeah that's the um, thing. you know about you know how long oh i've got to get home i've got to get home i've got to charge up got to charge up. where's the next charger that that just doesn't make it an enjoyable drive mm. um the other thing we, the other one we were thinking about was the e-nero which is yeah. very good um e-nero is good Vauxhall of, yeah that's exceptionally nice Vauxhall have just launched or are about to launch the new style mocha mocha which is mm. a, a mocha yeah which is which is completely looks completely different from the old one yeah which is phenomenal and uh, that it does is, look good you know it does look yeah. good but i've got to i've got to start earning some more pennies before we can change the car I think yeah after. yeah that's the problem well these electric <laughs> cars they're still a bit too much they are mate they are yeah, yeah so. they need to come down in price before these people start buying them but I've heard some stuff, some little rumours about another scrappage scheme for petrol and diesel cars. What do you think about that? Yeah, I've heard of it as well. Um, and the last one, okay, the last one worked. Yeah. But there was, it took off the road so many fantastic cars. That's the problem. And I'm, yeah. being, I'm, being, I'm being very selfish about this now. It <laughs> took off the road so many fantastic cars, and, and it's heartbreaking to see the pictures of the airfields full of, yeah, you know, um, you know things like uh, the classic minis, um, uh, like Capris and and, um, yeah. and old Rovers, and especially from my era, sort of '90s Rovers and things like that. It's yeah. just heartbreaking, but it, it it did the job and it boosted the sales. Yeah. They are thinking about doing it again, yeah. I mean, and our car, our current car, would fall into that category. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the cost, you know, what's the minimum part exchange or anything like that. No idea. Haven't looked into it yet. Yeah. If they do do it again, I think it will. It will sort of tidy up the roads. But yeah. there are going to be people that will want to save the odd car. I mean, um, uh, there's there's a guy down the road for me. In fact, there's a guy that I follow who's got one as well. The guy down the road, he's got an old Rover 800. Hmm. Um, and there's a guy called Chris Pollock, yes, who I follow, yeah. and I think you follow on Twitter. Yep. He's got one as well, exactly the same as what he's got. And I'm so tempted to knock on his door and say, look, whatever you want to sell that, I'll buy it from you. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's stuffed up in the middle of, in the back of his garden, his driveway. Yeah. Um, and it's all a bit overgrown. So you know, it's one of those do I, don't I sort of things. But but that sort of thing, if that was, if he suddenly decided, oh, if I can get six grand for that, I'm going to chop it in for a new uh, Mondeo or Astra, that's it, gone, off the face of the earth. You have I to know. scrap it. I know, I know. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It is. But um, for sort of like ordinary cars around today, I think it will work. Our family car is a 10 Reg Renault Scenic, and it's probably worth about, uh, two thousand three thousand pounds so something like a scrappage scheme would probably work quite well for a yeah, cars that, like that, that that's to your advantage yeah it would work to your advantage i mean my s max is about it's a 2010 it's worth about six yeah so i think from what they're saying it's sort of it's on the on the cusp of whether it's viable or not but yeah, i mean yeah. I, I don't know what we're going to do but i just um it saddens me when I see things like that. I mean, I said to um, um, Ian Siebert Hubbard did a, 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 podcast, a, a video vlog the other day for his yeah. Patreons. I, I'm a Patreon of his. And I asked him a question. What do you do when you see 
at the side of a road what do you do when you see a car that's you know been neglected for years or something like that and i said yeah. to me it's anger it's a magmatic it's a mixture of anger and sadness really yeah and i just want to knock on the door and say right i'll buy that off you i mean it's I know. economically yeah. impossible where, where on earth am i going to put all these cars <laughs> but i'd love to do it i'd love to do it yeah of course of course of course right um mm. we need to go back to the city rover we need to finish off this little review because we oh, just we've gone on to like i forgot all about it I, I just looked down and remembered oh god talking about the city <laughs> rover right came with five doors and what was interesting is that the back doors are actually quite good for the car of its size and somehow tata slash md rover managed to make it so the rear windows went all the way down I've, that's quite that's really quite impressive because in the panda that's a five door but the windows only go mm. down about halfway because of the rear wheel arch so that's it's right. actually yeah, quite it's impressive right. how they did that that's that's a good just side look, of just it. looking at a picture of one now and yeah you can see yeah you can see that that back door is nice and sort of the wheel arch hardly intrudes into it doesn't it i know yeah it's it's a really, really clever clever piece of design i think it actually looks quite nice to be honest looks simple it's not an yeah it's not an ugly car and it never was but it you know peel away the skin and you've got rubbish underneath and that, the that was the main problem yeah here's a funny story um years and years and years ago for, for top gear mg rover actually mm. refused to lend top gear a city rover because they were so ashamed of it so james may went undercover didn't he and he went to the right, um, mg right. rover dealership he took a city rover videos online somewhere on youtube i need to watch it again and yeah. he basically just did yeah. an undercover road test with a little camera in his tie i think that's great really really great that's right because it, he was a new presenter and not everybody knew who he, he was. was yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's true it, it's yeah we're not yeah i remember that now yeah we're not going to give one of those to you you yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just um. No, I'm not surprised either. <laughs> embarrassed. Embarrassed. I know. I know. It says a lot, really. They could have just done the review off of that. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's rubbish. Don't buy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, we don't. We we sold them. We sold a few. But when MG Rover went, um, we had. I think we had about five or six left in stock. Mm. And we were urged to register them, but they were all registered to um, Birmingham. They were all—they weren't registered to the dealer. They were registered yeah. up to Birmingham, uh, to the factory, and then they were shipped off back up there or something like that. I can't remember now. I yeah. think I'd left by then. I think I'd left the dealership by then and moved on to something else. It's, it's shame. Real, real it is, shame. It's a massive shame. I've got a funny story, actually. I went to Gretna Green up north, up north last year, and it was around July time. Yeah. And we pulled into this place. It's quite nice. It's like a little garden centre. And in the car park, mm. just, just there, bumped into, was an MG Rover meet. Car meet. Oh, wow. So oh, I, got, wow. I, got, I got really excited, and my parents were like, yeah. Daniel, Daniel, why? Oh, God, yeah. Just Trying to hold him, yeah, me leave. back. So I went running. And I, I, think, I have got pictures somewhere on my camera. I'll have to dig them out, maybe put on Twitter I or something. You, but you see, there is a massive following. Yeah. At Rover, not only just the Rover, but the MG as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, um, you've heard of the, um, so they do the ZR, which is the Rover 200, the ZS, yeah. Rover 400 or 45, ZT, which is 75. So that was the three. Yeah. Um, and they were absolutely phenomenal cars when they first came out their handling was superb um yeah the the next um 
the 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 best one I think they ever produced. The the ZR was a good car. Yeah, it was a superb little car. Um, even with the one point four liter engine. But I mean, um, the best one they've ever done was the um the ZT two sixty. They put a V eight engine in it. Do you remember yeah. that one? Uh, I think I do. I think so. Again, they, they did it. They did a review on Top Gear, so um, yeah. it's on there somewhere. Clarkson was driving around in it, but yeah. they put a, a four, five, 5.7, 4.7 Mustang engine in it. Wow! And it was an exceptionally fine bit of kit. Have a look. Look it up when you can. Yeah. And um, and just you know, just see what you think. But we only oh, ever yeah. sold one of those. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. Right, pros and cons for the City Rover, and this will finish oh, it off, and then we can go we off, off track. whatever we want. Pros, right, I've got three for each, pros and cons. Pros, it's practical for starters. It's reasonably, yeah. it's reasonably quick. It's got some go, yeah. only a little bit. It's just yeah. enough. And it looks all right. It looks quite nice, actually. It's quite cute in a yeah. way. Yeah. It is. It is not an ugly car. Okay, go on. Then what about the Definitely cons? Not. Then cons. Three, I'm surprised. Well, I've had to. Well, I've actually got four. Um, <laughs> it's, it's unreliable okay. for for starters. It's unreliable. Mm. It's bad yeah. build quality. Right. It's high oh. high CO two. And last but not least, I've written in capital letters. It's the City Rover. And if you say to somebody, "I'm driving a City <laughs> Rover," they'll just turn you away, won't they? Really. They they will not engage in conversation with you at all. No. Not at all. No. That no. is you have lost you have lost a friend. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. it, you know, it was a last it was desperation. It was. It was their last over. attempt. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was but, their last attempt to get um the uh, the last attempt to uh, to get something to get something going. And yeah. unfortunately it didn't it didn't go. Simple as that. No. <laughs> I'm in the position that Sorry. Mm. I'm in the position that I actually would quite like to have a go in a City Rover. I'd quite like to have a look oh. at one. And I, I know they're terrible and they're not desirable, mm. but I... No, I'd... no, no. No, you've got, you've got to satisfy that curiosity, Dan, I think. Exactly, yeah. Um, you've got to scratch that itch, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think, no, I think you've, you've got to drive as much as you can. This is what, yeah. this is what I was told very, very early on in my little career is... is motor trade guy drive what you can when you can yeah. um you know and even if it was just you know if it was the city rover or if it was um a Corsa, drive the opposition yeah that's uh, the thing. i was always told and you know if we got a part exchange back in i'd drive that for a night and see what i thought yeah so it's 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 you're just building up that uh, that knowledge as well so if you happen to be speaking to someone about um they were going to buy a rover 25 and they were also looking at the Fiesta and they, also, they were also looking at the Peugeot 206 or whatever. And you say, oh, I drove one of those the other day. Yeah, not bad, but... Yeah. You know, so it does, it does kind of... It helps you out if you can get your, get your bum on any kind of seat. Definitely, any kind definitely. Of Especially with yeah. journalism, because then you know what you're talking about and you've got something to compare it to. I think that's good. You've got to. Yeah. You've got to. You have exactly. to. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I mean, it's, I've missed it, but, you know... Uh, if you can get yourself in with a magazine or anything like that, yeah. you are going to be laughing, mate. I mean, they'll they'll just throw a car at you and say, right, go on and review that. Yeah, um, I believe that's the way they do it. But um, uh, but no, if you can, you've got to you've got to have a go. You've got that yeah. crack, mate. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, normal 
normal podcasts of mine tend to last around half an hour, but this one has been going on for oh. just over an hour, I think. No way. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh no! <laughs> it's, oh, Dan, I'm not I'm complaining. See, no, told, no problem. It's I, been it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute well, Dan, pleasure. I've got, to, I've got to say, mate, I, I really look forward to this, and it's nice to talk yeah, to yeah, someone yeah. who actually appreci- appreciates the cast. Yeah, you know, in, yeah, it's in, really in, nice, really, um, really and, nice. And you're and you're obviously not a knowledgeable chap, and uh, your passion's there. And I just say, yeah. keep keep it up, mate. Keep it up. Thank you, thank Definitely. you. I really appreciate that. Right. Um, so where I, can where can people find you on Twitter if they want to give you a follow? Oh, um, God, you know. Thank you very much. Uh, it's um, okay. My Twitter thingy, God, I can't remember it, is uh, at Huggy, H U G G Y 1975, which kind of yeah. gives away my age a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to say anything about YouTube yet because it's not brilliant. So I'm not going to do anything about uh, that. But yeah. I appreciate, I know, bless you, bless you for mentioning it. <laughs> but I'm going to. Um, I'm going to uh, just do a little bit more work on that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, off the back of this, and I'm going to pick your brains when we stop, when we stop this interview, um, yeah. on just how you do things with, with, your, uh, with your podcasts and things like that, because I do fancy doing it. Of course, of course. Thank you ever so much for Great. coming on. Hopefully uh, you'll be Pleasure. able to come on soon again, because I'd really like that, chatting about more random oh, mate, stuff. Oh, mate, I've got... I've got lists as long as your arm here that we can talk about, but yeah, it's fine. That's Give someone great. else a chance, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> and for the listeners, if you're listening at home, if you've made it this way, then thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, give it a good rating, follow me on Twitter as well, at DanielCars05. Thank you so much for coming on, Noel. You're welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You're listening to the Piston Podcast, the motoring podcast for the motoring enthusiast, presented by me, Daniel Axerhouse. Listen whilst folding washing, doing your day-to-day commute, or even whilst you're faffing around trying to change your exhaust. Whatever you're doing, I promise to make your day a little less boring, with some fun and interesting motor talk. Anyway, engage launch control, it's time for the Piston Podcast. <laughs>